0: All right. I just wanted to share with you uh, about some changes to my website, howtophd.org. You might know that I started this website in graduate school to really help uh, other graduate students to kind of, you know, navigate grad school and how to do that from the beginning to the end. But, you know, I'm happy to share with you that this blog, you know, it has come a long way. It started like three years ago. At this point, and now it is also geared towards helping content creators and really helping anyone who is interested in learning. So I just wanted to share that with you on this podcast as well. As you know, I've started obviously this podcast and also a YouTube channel to help both students and also content creators and anyone really who's out there who um, can benefit from from this content that I share, um, lots of how-tos and things like that. And if you're interested in creating a personal brand or helping people through your content, I hope that the content I share here on the website or the podcast or YouTube channel um, helps you uh, with both big picture stuff and also the nitty-gritty. Like I really get into the details of how to do this and Uh, you know, as an example, I have this video um, that I share on my blog as well. Of course, it's on YouTube. Uh, It's really to help content creators to start a website. So a lot of people uh, might be interested in starting a website. Like, you know, there's social media websites like Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn, but sometimes it's nice to have your own website for your own organization, business, your own content. And that's what I really cover in this video. It's a discussion on choosing platform and hosting and domain and all of that stuff that you need to know for starting a website. I did a Zoom call with my friend David on starting a website from scratch, like he's just getting into it right now, and I've had a website for um like three years now. It really started with my blog, and that's that's like sort of the main platform that I was always on, and now I've also started to go into podcasting and youtubing. Uh, but yeah, so since so, since I knew all that about website uh, and how to start a website, I discussed platforms, hosting, and domain with him. Specifically, we talked about Blogger. So that's a platform for a website and WordPress as platforms. So currently, I'm using the WordPress platform, but I did start with Blogger. So, uh, you know, how, how all of that works, how hosting works for each one, the costs associated with each one, I... Stressed that although domain costs money later on, for the first year it should be free with something like Bluehost for WordPress. Uh, org sites, for example. So that's just you know, if you're starting a website, you might wonder what it's going to cost. So this video, uh, it's called "How to Start a Website: Discussion on Choosing Platform Hosting and Domain." It's on YouTube right now. That's what we discuss in that video, and uh, hopefully, it's very useful to anybody who's in that spot right now. So. Just to give you the information uh, very briefly here, uh, estimate of the cost to start a website for first year bloggers is around thirty five dollars. Uh, if you're going to be using the WordPress platform, um, if not less, honestly, and it, that really depends on the platform. So, and if you're doing WordPress with Bluehost hosting, it might be a three year bundle of around one hundred and two dollars to get the deal for. That kind of hosting. Uh, for me, when I started with Blogger, I actually, you know, platform is Blogger and the hosting is by Google. I actually was paying for domain at that point. Uh, it was $12. So that's why I said it's anywhere between $12 and $35, to my knowledge. And then when I transferred from Blogger to WordPress, uh, my domain was free for a year and really I was uh, paying for the hosting. So that hopefully gives you an idea for how, how much it costs, but it should really not be more than uh, the $102 for three years when you're just getting started. Okay. So that just keep that in mind and and, and for, for like an idea. Also, I recently made some changes to the homepage of my website and also added a couple pages to, so, you know, just to read what I wrote on my homepage, Welcome to the How to PhD digital experience, which is now much more than just getting a PhD or a blog. So yeah, although How to PhD started as a blog, I think it's at this point more of a digital experience, including blog, podcast, and YouTube. Of course, I'm on social media too. Um, You are more than welcome, whether doing a PhD or not. So really we're entertaining, educating, sharing our joys, sharing our problems, and truly learning whether going to school or not. So, you know, sometimes I have thought about the notion of education versus learning. So I feel like maybe you don't have all the degrees in the world, but you can still learn. And true learning is what I care most about, not necessarily how educated someone is. Um, I feel like being a lifelong learner is much more important to me at this point. Uh you know, I've been—I—I I got my PhD. I've been working in the uh, defense industry, and just throughout my life so far, I think that's what I've been—is a lifelong learner. I love learning about different topics, and then I love to kind of share that with people and help them learn and help them navigate things and, like, tell you know help them how to do things. That's kind of uh, where I come from. You know. And also the sort of the motivation for this website, how to PhD, it was always, it always was and always will be about helping students of any kind and to support them through all stages of their career. So, you know, if you're in college or getting a master's or or getting your PhD, or you are just a student and want to learn in general, like you're not in school, it's more about building community and taking care of mental health than about getting a PhD. Like even when I was getting a PhD and started the website, it wasn't because of like the fact that, Oh, I think everyone should have a PhD. It was more to help with mental health issues because those are very common in grad school. So the motivation for the website is not that, Oh, how to PhD, like people should get a PhD. It's more about taking care of people uh, who might be getting a PhD and taking care of people in general and, and, Being having an interest in their learning. It's not really uh, that I think that everyone should have a PhD or anything like that, okay? So getting a PhD, great. Not getting one, great. I'm really happy if this blog can help any students at all, whether in school or not. As a student myself, I wished for more support, and that is what motivated the creation of this website. So, you know, I'm a nobody that doesn't really have to make this website o- about only one thing, you know, I can, ca- I can really share with you, uh, about everything that I find useful and what I hope other people find useful. So it's really about kind of like life in general, uh, not just about getting a PhD. This was, um, the, the thing about needing support was specifically true for me while getting a PhD, but I realized that support is needed throughout life and while going through different stages of career. And, you know, for example, I'm going to phase myself right now where I want to take my content creator role to the next level so I can better serve people out there. So that's, what's really going on here. Um, then I, you know, I posted on Instagram, I said that I'm adding a lot of, you know, uh, content to the how to PhD website. I, Change some of the web pages on the site to focus more on the freely available content. So you might know that I also have books um, on Amazon, and you know they're there. But I just wanted to stress that all of the information that I would share on the in the books are also shared for free through the blogs, the podcast, and the videos in the on YouTube, and more is coming. So don't ever think that you have to buy the book to learn any of the information I share. If you follow on social media, or you're a subscriber to the blog, or you listen on podcasts, or you watch the videos, you will see that pretty much all of the information is also freely available. It's just that if you want to buy the book, that's also there. It's an option. So this information is really present in different kinds of form, book form, you know, blog, podcast, everything. And I want to cover all the different types of media so I can reach out to more people. At this point, that's what's most important to me. And um, that the information should be available to people is more important to me. So please stay tuned and subscribe for the monthly newsletter. So on the website, you can sub- subscribe to howtophd.org. And if you do that, you just get a monthly newsletter so I can keep you informed about resources and updates without too much email. So it would just be a once a month thing. And I'm also aspiring to mix in more about science and research in the content and hoping to interest younger audiences as well. And again, How to PhD is really for everyone who has an interest in learning and or navigating doing that through school and career. I hope to include as many people as possible in this effort. And especially now with quarantine, I hope to serve more rather than less through these different avenues. So if you're listening on the podcast, you know please subscribe to the podcast. If you're uh, watching on YouTube, please subscribe to the YouTube channel uh, and or both. And then if you're on the website reading, please also subscribe to the website Because you really, it's just a matter of getting the content to you. I'm not going to bug you by emailing you a thousand times a month. You're probably going to get emailed once a month and that's it, right? So that's what's going on. And I really, really hope to see you on any or all of the different media that I'm on at this point. Thank you so much. Love ya.